Hello, and thank you so much for joining us. It is time for the midterm elections, and we are here in the great Lone Star State of Texas. And when it comes to politics, this woman knows more about politics, more than you can imagine. She is an educator. She has held a city position as the city councilwoman for the city of Arlington, Texas. Ladies and gentlemen, I introduce to you Ruby Woolridge. Hey, Ruby, how you doing? I am fine, Cedric. How are you? It is a blessing to be able to see you, to sit down and talk with you in person. How have you been doing? I have been exceeding my own abilities, <laughs> if, that's a, if that's a possibility. I am so excited. I'm running on just, um, I think, my faith. Mm -hmm. And it's been carrying me places I didn't expect to go, and I'm grateful. Well, um, after you left City Hall, you decided that you were going to go for another position. I did. And what position are you running for now? I am running now for the Tarrant County District Clerk. And that's a position that most people have no idea about. It's a really quiet position, but it's really influential if you have any cases that go before a district clerk or a district court or a magistrate. If you want to get a divorce, you've got to come by the district clerk's office. If yep. you want to get married, you go to the county clerk. So mm -hmm. they cheap, we cost you, okay? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, now I must say this. We also handle family issues, felonies, criminal law. Uh, there's some juvenile uh, sprinkled in there. We manage all 50 courts that work with all 50 judges in Tarrant County. So that's located downtown on Throckmorton? Which it, street is it's that? It's downtown on uh, Belknap and mm -hmm. Weatherford. Right that there. The main main big building downtown. Wow. Old courthouse. Do they have a sub-courthouse in uh, Arlington too we as have well? A, we have a sub-courthouse in Arlington. We have a sub-courthouse in Mansfield. All right. Okay. I've seen it before, and I have been down there before. On an interesting note, so I'm very much familiar with that area. Okay, and and we have sub-courthouses in southwest Fort Worth. We've got it in north Fort Worth. We have a lot of sub-courthouses all around the county. I mean, you know, you impressed me. You know a lot going on, Ruby. But let, let's go back because let's talk a little bit about your your passion because I was told that you are, you know, you're an Army mom, you're a minister, and you have a passion for civil rights that began when your mother What's her name? Perlene Wallace, my hero. And tell us about her. Oh, my God, Cedric. She's 95 years old. She's in Oklahoma City. She's in a retirement uh, home right now. But I just left her last week because we were worried about her health. But she's, she's uh, revived and wearing my T-shirt up there in Oklahoma City. But what I want to say is she inspired me to serve because at the time I was growing up, she was a single mom. Mm -hmm. She was married, but my stepfather was somewhere else. And I'm a love child, so my dad and her never lived together. But I'm the oldest. And as a result of that, she got me hooked on service at age about 13. Mm -hmm. She had me stuffing envelopes for Ed Edmondson's campaign for United States Congress. Yeah, I know about remember him. Remember Ed Edmondson? Yeah, Oklahoma. Okay. Yeah. Oklahoma, okay. And the other thing she did that really touched my spirit is that she would work all day and then come home in the evening, fix meals for us, and then sit at the kitchen table and do grievances for people who were working at the VA where she worked that had been unjustly treated. She was a union steward. 
And she did not do her work on the on the company time. She did her work after hours on our kitchen table. And people left there so uplifted, and she saved so many people's jobs and, and got benefits for them. And it just inspired me that here my mom can do all these things for other people, even though she doesn't have all she needs. She's taking care of the four of us. She's looking after my aunt who passed, looking after her kids, and serving and doing. And I'm just like, she's superwoman. She's my hero. I want to be like that. She kind of reminds me, because uh, you shared with me off air, you had a chance to see Miss Opal Lee. I did. Oh, my God. I saw her last night. Cedric. That was so awesome. She just turned 96, so she's a year older than my mom. Yeah, and she was up for the Nobel Peace Prize. She was up for the Nobel Peace Prize, but they gave it to a trio. Out of Russia. Out of Russia who are fighting against all that Russian aggression. So I understand. And that's understandable. But we had a good time. She served us grits and eggs and sausage and bacon and pancakes and a whole bunch of love. And a lot of people made it. A lot of people made it. And there, with us, she did a lot today. She had a she did a walk today. Mm-hmm. Uh, for for the food bank, she's got people over working at her garden. You know, there's a she's got an Opal's farm. I mean, she's got a whole host we, of activities. We going. just brought her to Oklahoma. She made three stops. Uh, <laughs> we brought her to Ardmore, and then we went to Shawnee to the citizens of the Potawatomi Nation. You're kidding! And then we turned around and went to downtown and hung out with my friend Shirley Nero and them from out of Clearview, uh-huh. where we went down to the Oklahoma City as the capital on 23rd. To talk oh. with the, the, the leadership of the black township. Oh. So she's on the go, and she just left D.C. with Mark Vesey. So, you know, it's just incredible. But the reason why we're talking about this is because I feel like you've inherited what your mom has done during that time period. And what made you want to become a teacher, too, as well? Because you worked in Arlington. You worked for Fort Worth ISD and Mansfield. Well, I, I'm going to be honest with you. I wanted to be a social worker. That's what I started out to do in college. Mm-hmm. And then I got pregnant and then got married. And then I said, well, i got to figure this out. Mm-hmm. So while I was carrying my oldest, I decided I was going to be a teacher of social studies. Since I couldn't do the social work, I would be a teacher so I could make provision for him and me and we could go forward. Mm-hmm. And my, my husband at the time thought that was a wonderful idea. And my boys loved it because I was always off Christmas, holidays, and summer. So that was Did, Where'd you go to undergrad school? I went to Northeast State University, Tahlequah, Oklahoma. Okay. I, I got thought... my BA in education and my master's From there, there in from Tahlequah. From Northeastern to Tahlequah. And then I got my uh, master's in doctoral ministry from SMU. Wow. I definitely. Yeah. So I'm, I thank you for giving me this information, too, by yeah. the way, of uh, the act with Ms. Opa. Now, let's let's go back and talk about this because there's so many things that we need to let the people know. Oh, because, yeah. first of all, Election Day is on November the 4th. Is that correct? November 8th. November the 8th. Election I need to make sure. Day. Election Day. Okay. So when does early voting start? Early voting starts October 24th, and it ends on November 4th. Okay. Now, what do people need to do because there have been some changes in the law, and I need you to share with our listeners what they need to be prepared for because there's going to be some documentation that you got to have in order to vote early and get ready because early voting starts October 24th. Is that correct? That's ex- exactly right. Talk to us. All right. What you can, what you must do when you go to vote, you must have a, 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 a state-issued ID. Mm-hmm. Uh, are the you, driver's license. Driver's license, or you can have 
your uh, military ID, or you can have your gun permit, believe it or not, in Texas. What about passport or birth certificate? Uh, like I said, state issued ID. State issued ID for the with, but it has to have your picture. Okay. You see, the things I just named have pictures, so you, they don't play guns, but driver's license. Well, wait a minute, but, but you, this wasn't like this before, Ruby. It wasn't, but the thing is, in 2018, Beto upset the whole Apple Card by running so hard and bringing so many people to the polls. And then in 2020, the other thing that upset them is that Chris Hollins down in Houston, Texas, a young man who was, I think, the the county, he was over the county elections down in Houston, Harris County, and he had 24-hour voting. Remember that? It was yes. during COVID. He had 24-hour voting. He had voting where you could drive up. If you work late at night, you could still come. The, the state of Texas leadership, Republicans, got so upset with that, they went back to Texas uh, legislature and passed laws to stop folks from being able to do 24-hour voting, being able to drive up, or being able to do those drop boxes across the city. You can only have one drop box in the city of Houston. And you know how large that is? One drop box. In Harris County. In Harris County. I remember that. And it's all a pushback because we were pushing forward. And, mm-hmm. that, and it's all about oppression and control. So the most important thing is, you got to make sure that you have your information together and have that, that ID ready mm-hmm. to go. You got to have it. And they're going to have poll watchers to try to intimidate. I want all the people to hear my voice to understand they have rights. And if there's anybody that tries to intimidate them when they go to vote, they just need to stop and call 817-335-8683. Hold on, Ruby, because you said it so fast. Okay, I'm going to slow down. So slow down. What's the number to call? 817-335-8683. I'm one, more one more time. time. 817-335-8683. All right. Now, let's go down the list of different people that's up for positions. I got my notes oh, here. Can I, I want to say one other thing about aliens. People are able to mail-in ballots right now because they start sending them out last weekend, okay? Okay. So if you're doing mail-in ballots, if you don't want your ballot to be kicked back, you must, and I'm saying this, this is also a new law. They added this last year. You must have either your last four of your Social Security number on that ballot or you must have your driver's license number. If you don't have one of those two things, they kick it back. And guess who had the most ballots kicked back last year? The Democratic Party. Yeah. Right. I believe it because, you know, when I hear about these races and and the former president, 45, saying, well, they were they were doing some crazy stuff down in Georgia, North Carolina, mm-hmm. Michigan. Mm-hmm. And here we are in Texas. We already know what the uh, the governor is doing. We know about him, Abbott and what they're doing. So now we've shared that with you. So let's go down the list. State House. Okay. Uh, when it comes to these candidates, call out their names or what they need to be concerned about. Okay. State House. These the these are all Democrats. This is what I call the straight party ticket, straight party Democratic ticket cheat sheet. Okay. You know how you used to have cheat sheets in high school? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, this is the Democratic Party's cheat sheet. And it has every name on it, starting with the United States House representative. You see Trey Hunt, who's running against Kate Granger. Mm-hmm. You see Jan McDowell, who's running against that Beth Van Dyne lady. Jasmine Crockett is also now in Tarrant County. And I don't know who her opponent is. And, of course, there's Mark Vesey. I have no idea who's running against him. And this is for Congress, by the way. This is for Congress. They've got the Congress people listed. Uh-huh. And under there, you see Beto's name for governor. Right. And then Mike Collier for lieutenant governor. Mike Collier is the man who the Republicans have endorsed instead of really instead of Dan Patrick. I Mike, got you. Mike Collier is picking up Republican support in addition 
to Democratic support. The Republican county judge in Tarrant County is so impressed with Mike Collier. Last week, he had a fundraiser at the Fort Worth Club for Mike Collier. Mm -hmm. People left there with Mike Collier signs that were Republicans before they came in the room. You know, and I'm going to tell you this because, see, like in Oklahoma, Joy Hoffmeister was on that side. She went on the Democratic side. Mm -hmm. And then you got the former governor, Brad Henry, who is now coming in and asking the people to to, uh, support her. Now, Brad Henry is from Shawnee. So this is not only happening in Texas, well, but it's happening in Oklahoma, too, as well. Well, it's, they're so worried about the extremists. That's the problem. <laughs> Just like Mike Collier is running against Dan Patrick. Well, you can't get any more extreme than Dan Patrick for lieutenant governor. Mm-hmm. Okay? And then you've got Rochelle Garza, who is running against uh, – Ken Paxton, mm-hmm. who's been under indictment every year that he's been serving as the attorney general. Gotcha. But if you're attorney general and you're under indictment, you're the head lawyer in the state. So who's going to finish you, your trial? Okay? Gotcha. Now, let me say something because I got this whole list. I'm going to run down okay. it. And we got just a few minutes because okay. we want people to listen to what we have to say. We're talking with Ruby Woolridge, who is running for, of course, the uh, county court uh, no. clerk. Four. District, district clerk. There's a difference, ma'am. You get district. married with county clerk, you get divorced with district clerk. District clerk for Tarrant County. Right. Now, here's the deal what I want to share with you. We saw the, the current president, Biden, came to Florida, met with Ron DeSantos, who's the governor mm-hmm. of Florida. Mm-hmm. Now, a month ago, they were at each other's throat. Right. So the people now, they don't care about that. They're trying to live, get their FEMA money so they can rebuild. Right. Now watch where I'm going, Ruby, because you're going to make I'm, me I'm, preach. I'm, I'm going to get my Bible. I'm going with you. Now, here's the deal. They come down, they tour, they see everything, and they're going to get the money, and they're going to get these people done. My question is, who do you think going to do the work, Ruby? Who's going to do the work to rebuild mm-hmm. the immigrants that they're trying to force away? Right. So guess what they're doing now? They're now making them citizens, and they're bringing them in so they can go in there and clean that up. But these are the same people you put on a plane and you dropped them off up in Martha's Vineyard exactly. and up in New York City mm-hmm. and told them one thing and did another. But those people, you can pay, you can give them less money and get with no benefit and get more work if you were to hire some other company and pay them an arm and a leg. What's wrong with that picture, Ruby? Well, that's hypocrisy at its greatest. And that's, that's somebody talking out of both sides of their mouths. But there's also a biblical uh, passage uh, or analogy in this. This man was sending people to Martha's Vineyard, and they didn't know where they were going to Martha's Vineyard, didn't know they were coming. He was trying to punish them, right? Remember Mordecai in the Bible? Yeah. This is the Mordecai situation in it. DeSantis was Mordecai. He was trying to punish these little immigrants and drop them off and treat them bad. And then what happened to him? He had to depend on those same immigrants to come and help him out because they was underwater and people were dying. Now, God is a just God. So you got to be careful how you treat people. Be careful how you treat people because what you put somebody in a noose, they got two nooses. One could be up there for you. And you know what? And our prayers are with those people down there because it's been – uh, days that they have had no electricity. Yes. Uh, they, they want to get back to their lifestyle. You know, the chances of a flood coming there once a hundred years, well, the hundred years is up and it happened. So let's go back as we close this okay. out. Now give me some other names that okay. they need to be looking out for. Okay, I want you to be sure and look out for, on the back, there's Ruby Faye Woolrich for District Clerk on this sheet. Mm-hmm. Now, when people get this cheat sheet, I want them to understand when they get this thing, if they don't have a copy, I want them to call the Tarrant County District 
uh, I'm a Tarrant County party of the Democrats, and just ask for the little cheat sheet. I've named it that. It's got everybody's on. You can take this in with you to vote. This is the beauty of this little sheet. You you can take it in, and the poll people, they cannot stop you. Yeah. Okay? This is critical because most people get in there and they get confused about who to vote for. This is a guide. Like I said, it's a cheat sheet like we had in high school. You don't have to worry about who to vote for. It, the highlighted names are countywide, okay? Highlighted are countywide, meaning everybody in all 42 cities can vote for them. These other names are in districts. That's why you don't see Ramon Romero in highlight, because if you have to be in District 90 to vote for him. Or uh, Chris Turner in District 101, you have to be in District 101 to vote for him, but everybody in the county can't vote for them. But they can vote Nicole for Nicole Collier used you to be in Mark Vesey's seat, 95. She, yeah, she's still in 95. She's running. She's up right now. So it's so critical because we have to, we really, really, really have to stand against people trying to throw back the hands of time. Isn't that an old song? If mm. I could turn back the hands of time. We are in this place right now where the majority population in this, proposed majority population in this country want to switch everything back where they had total control. Those days are over. Gotcha. Well, they're calling me now asking questions. I see my friend Kenneth Sanders is yes, up here. Yes, he's up there for uh, Justice of the Peace, Precinct Le 7. Lisa Woodard for Precinct 8. eight yep. Alicia and Simmons. For, for uh, County Commissioner. So is and that's for Place 2. Place 2. She wants to replace uh, Devin Allen because Devin's not running again. Okay, I got you. I was wondering where her name was. Yeah, Devin's not on there. Deborah Peoples. She's running for County Judge. Everybody, within the sound of my voice, if you don't vote for anybody except me, make sure you vote for Beto and Deborah because Deborah will be in charge of the entire county of Tarrant. That means 2.1 million people would be led by Deborah Peoples when we elect her. Can I tell you something? What? Most of these people out here, mm -hmm. I've known during my time period of being in Texas. Now, I come back and forth to Texas. I do have family here, and I do care because these people have been there for me. But when I cross the state line and I come to my home state mm -hmm. and I don't hardly see any of us do anything, then I think about Val Demings down in Florida, what right. they got to go through. I mean, the, the way the TV ads, everything, they can poison your brain. They can yep. do anything. Yep. Uh, we, we see this race going on down in Georgia with, of course, Warnock and then, of course, uh, Walker. That is a, a, a situation. So I want to say to the people, you make sure – you go check out their websites. You find out more about them. You got a website, and it's www.voterubyfay.com. There you go. Everybody at home in Oklahoma just called me Faye. Okay. So that's why I've got my whole name. I'm claiming it all, all my heritage, okay? Yes, and then also you're on social media at Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, at Ruby. For Tarrant. Yeah, that's right. And you're endorsed by the Texas AFL-CIO, Tarrant County Central Labor Council, mm -hmm. UAW Local 276, Con Congressman Mark Vesey, Arlington Mayor Jim Ross, Dallas County Judge Clay Jenkins, Tarrant County Commissioner Roy Charles Brooks, House Democratic Chair Chris Turner, Constable Sandra Lee out of near, near, near it, Kennedale in right. that area. Yep. Constable Michael Campbell from right here in Fort Worth and HD92 uh, nominee Solomon, how do you pronounce the name? Bojami. Bojami. And this is a partial list because uh, State Representative Nicole Collier and Senate, Senator Royce West are also a part of my people that, are on, that have endorsed me. Royce has sent me a letter of endorsement and a donation. Praise God. Yes. All right, you get the final word. 
why they should vote for you, Ruby. And we're giving you all this information, so you got 60 seconds to tell the people what they need to do. Here's why it's important to vote for me. I believe we should put people first, and that's not happening right now in the district clerk's office. We're putting policies that are extreme first, and we're trying to get as much money from the people as possible. We already taxed, but now we're going to be taxed and heavily feed. I want to make sure that the people feel like they're properly served. If there's anything that I can say about myself, I've got a history of delivering services for my community. I've been given the community uh, uh, service award for being the most outstanding city council member for service. I've also been given an award for being a community leader for by, and being named uh, woman of the year. But the most important thing I want to really talk about is I led Tarrant County's community COVID efforts. We helped 1,300 families to deal with COVID and its effects and we fed them all. And we work with the county to do that. Then we have been working on affordable housing. And I will make sure we do all we can to help those people that need things that are not getting served by the county at this point. I deliver. I work for the people because that is my, my reason for being in this race. I run on one scripture and one scripture alone. It's Micah 6, 8, which says, what does the Lord require of you but to do justice, to love mercy, and to walk humbly with him? I will do that as your next, next district clerk. All right, ladies and gentlemen, you heard it. Ruby Woolridge, Election Day, early voting starts October 24th. Election Day is on Tuesday, November the 4th. No, November the 8th. November the 8th. Here we go. I'm looking at my notes here. Yeah. Register by October the 11th. Right. Early voting goes on from October the 24th through November the 4th. Mm -hmm. And Election Day is and Tuesday. That is November the 8th. And if they need voter registration cards, if you see me, i got voter registration cards in my purse. You could register up until October 11th. All right. Thank you so much for being with us. we got more to come, so keep it right here.